Hey, 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 dragonflies. Welcome back to About That Life podcast. It's your girl, Nikki. And Joy. Today, we're going to be talking about sacred sex and everything up in and all around it. I love it. Oh, my God, you guys. (laughs) Sex is like one of my favorite topics ever. Like, you want to have a random conversation and you bring up sex. I'm like, tell me everything. (laughs) Everything, absolutely everything, and I'm I'm literally over here like I should have had on a sexy robe for this because I'm feeling extremely channeled. I'm feeling I'm feeling spicy. Okay, my girl, root chakra is engaged. I see them all the time. I'm like I'm so spicy. You're feeling spicy. Yes, because the energy, the energy literally leads with spice. Thank you. Like I. <laughs> I teach you when I'm teaching yoga, like I'm in I'm literally today, I'm in the yoga class and it's like when your nose to your knee and lift the leather, like, and if you're feeling spicy, go ahead and activate that core a little bit more. I don't know where I got this from, but we're on the same page, girl. We are on the same, page. the same page. Yeah. The energy <laughs> spicy. It's perfect. Amazing. <laughs> it's the same. Okay. It's a hilariously the same way that I described the feeling of getting a tattoo. Yeah. Like it feels okay. spicy. <laughs> yes. Like I'm feeling just... <laughs> Oh, yes. That's so, awesome. That's so accurate, though. I just, it's so funny that you say that. I literally just got a new tattoo on Saturday. Fun. I got a goddess who's juggling like uh, planets and she got her titties out. You know, it's just, it's just so me. And I just like, I know that like when we're walking down the street, I had some shorts on yesterday. We're walking around. And you guys, I know, sides. Side story, but we're going to get to sacred sexuality, I promise. But we're walking around. As most of you know, I live in Europe. And I do live in a country that's a little more conservative. So I do have a woman with her titties out juggling planets, holding on to planet Earth. And the looks <laughs> that I got from some of the older folks, they just looked horrified. Like, I was just like, yes, I'm a whole ass witch. And what are you going to say? Nothing. Yeah. Like I'm walking around just like, bitch, I'm a, I'm a baddie. And what? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, get out your pen and pad and take some notes. I know. Look at me in my shorts. And Book my a session. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's really, I feel like it can be intimidating, but then also people are like curious, oh, right? It's like, so there's curious. this essence where they're kind of like, wait, you identify as being a witch? Like, are you scary or like powerful or like dark or like, like what's your, what's your vibe? Like, I'm so interested, but <laughs> they don't know where to start almost. Yeah. Yeah. They're so confused. And I'm just like, it's okay. Can you just ask me what you need to ask me? I'm, I, it's I'm right. safe. You're safe here. I don't bite too hard. I promise. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you need it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, you guys. Um, so that's like, on that side note, Nikki's going to lead us in the conversation today of sacred, sacred sexuality, because as I, I think we mentioned a couple of times before, particularly little the bit. episode that you did with yeah. me, this is Nikki's wheelhouse. This is what she does, you right. guys. Like, if right. you're interested in sex- sacred sexuality, talk to Nikki. You're interested in shadow work, you talk to me. We got all the bases covered. Like right. whatever you Absolutely. Need, we got you. <laughs> yeah. And pretty much like it's, it's been like a big conversation, kind of like what is sacred sex. Right. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like tell people like their sex and then their sacred sex. Okay. And like the true, the actual like definition you might find of sacred sexuality is really like a deeply rooted spiritually, spiritually, I'm sorry, connected practice of mm-hmm. sex, like really going to like a deeper level within yourself 
really like activating your alignment and it not just really being like about friction or just like pressure in your genitalia. It's more about a full body, like integrated experience. Right. Right, So for me in my sacred sexual practice, it's also makes me, it gives me incredible orgasms. I'm just, I'm highly orgasmic and it's, I feel like I wouldn't be that way. Have I not been practicing a sexual practice that's so open right in in sacred sexuality i do believe from a lot of the ancient studies that it's almost like an original version of sex Mm. where it wasn't it was very tapped in you know we're plugging into one another we're sharing in our energy centers so with that being said there's a big part of the man and the woman connecting that channels lots of orgasmic zones yeah i found i've been able to find a lot of research too about um I know there's research about, of course, they've always, first of all, the G-spot, okay, has been controversial. There's been a debate about the G-spot for like 40 years, which is fascinating <laughs> in a sense. Like men could never, men could never, but there's the, con- there's the, the debate about the G-spot. Then they're talking about the A-spot, the O-spot, the U-spot, but there's also a lot of research. The A-spot, the O-spot, am I, you guys, correct me if I'm wrong here. What? Yeah. So, How- all right. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, as a sacred sexuality coach, I, those, those zones are said to be within the vagina, right? There's, they say that the clitoris extends deep into the vagina, right? The clitoris extends into the vagina and it has, and it has neuro pathways that create different types of blended orgasms. So, okay, this makes sense to me. That makes sense. Yeah. So like the, I feel like they say the A spot might be located somewhere on the outside of the vagina and the U spot is much deeper and the O spot is somewhere kind of along there. I feel like I might be having all of them when I have my sexual experiences, but it's really, for me, it's truly like an energetic, like a, almost like a static electricity, like in a, in a way, in a way it's kind of, it's, it's very electric, but it's also the openness of the way I practice sex. So like mm-hmm. immediately on like entry on penetration, I need, where's my sexy robe? Where is my <laughs> sexy robe? <laughs> so immediately on, like, you know, as soon as, as soon as like, as soon as he comes inside me, as soon as he slides, listen to me getting that. Let me, what? let me sip some water. <laughs> you guys, I hope, I hope okay. uh, we should probably put this off in the very beginning but not safe for work and also, yeah for sure like, <laughs> not I safe think- for nikki yeah <laughs> the orgasmic Nowhere. queen over here not- <laughs> <laughs> so so what i'm trying to say is as soon as 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 soon as penetration happens right. there's almost like an energetic connection that's happening mm-hmm. and there's science behind that that says it's neuro pathways and it feels very spiritual as well. I think that they're explaining it as a neural pathway sort of practice or like an engagement, but it also feels very spiritually connected and spiritually driven. So there's right. like an electrical energy that, you know, once the contact is made, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have an orgasm in like six strokes. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, and, and they're, and they're, and they're not going to stop. Because the I lo- I know how to lock in energetically. I know what yeah. my vagina is capable of, and I I'm so open to the sexual practice. 
And mm-hmm. this is some of the research that scientists and sexologists have studied and kind of written a little tiny bit of research papers about. There's, there, it's really very spiritual too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very mm-hmm. spiritually connected. So one of the biggest reasons that I'm fascinated with this entire world is because once upon a time, I was not orgasmic at all. Like I, I wasn't having orgasms from intercourse at all. Like Yo. I would have, somebody would have to go down on me. It was clitoris only. So for a long period of time, I was just having sex and there was like a friction. You know what I mean? It wasn't, I mean, it was enjoyable and I loved that the man was having a great time, but it felt quite empty for me. Interesting. So when I had, when I had a spiritual shift within my own self as a woman, and also after practicing a good bit of celibacy, Mm -hmm. I, my sex practice changed and my Mm -hmm. openness to wanting to receive more from sex and wanting it to feel more sacred changed the entire dynamic of what I was capable of and what I was able to receive. Right. Right. Yeah. So what's interesting though, is that I think a lot of, a lot of women, a lot of, a lot of women are under the impression, Hey, I cannot come from intercourse it has right. to be external stimulation and i feel like right. a large part of media and uh even yes like, ma'am it just doesn't oh, you're hitting it on the head fun. yeah it's just not there and it's, We're not it almost about it's that. not there and it's almost for me it's almost intentional because mm-hmm. of the type of the sex that i practice we talk about sex magic we talk about orgasmic yeah. manifestation right this is real sure. This is real for us women that are touching in and tapping in with our true design and our goddess inner witch, right? So like, this is real. So like, why wouldn't the, the masses want to say, Hey, women, you're more powerful than, you know, Yeah, (laughs) there's magic in you. You know, it's, it's not being taught. It's not the mainstream. And it's unfortunate because a lot of younger women that I talk to are still feeling like sex is for the man. I'm like, baby, like, you, you have, there's magic in your sex. You, we have better sex than men, period. I mean, right. <laughs> and what's crazy though is when we think about sex and we talk about sex, especially when we're talking mainstream, right? We're all yeah. we're talking about the pleasure of the man and how women, like, you know, we enjoy sex, but it's never on the same, it's never on the same level, right? I'm right. even thinking back to when I was first learning and listening to music and hearing about sex. I, it wasn't about the woman. It's not about me, right? right. I'm secondary. Right. But was it crazy is he can come once. I can do it like 10 times, which makes yes, me ma'am. the cooler part of the equation, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Where's that in your fucking sex ed classes? Yeah, like, what? yeah. Okay, time out. Yes, what ma'am. sex ed classes? Exactly. One of my end goals, Joy, literally is to, I I don't know where to start, how to move about this because it's not a mainstream thing and people aren't very open to it yet, but I would love to change this narrative. I would love to be able to do little classes in universities. Oh my God. Certified. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that when I, if I present a good, you know, like maybe an essay written, what my content's going to be about, this is what I'm teaching. You know, this is backed Mm -hmm. research. It could happen, but I feel like, oh, for, absolutely. I, I think the education needs to be there. Yeah. I think it needs oh, to I be agree. there. And then, and there's a big part of sex, the sex practice for women mm-hmm. that's damaged, unfortunately, you know, because mm-hmm. we're not talking about things, we feel ashamed of our sex. 
in the in the Victorian era, I read that they were women were banned from having pleasure from sex. It was I guess it was almost this thing like, all right, let the man put the thing in you so that he can make a baby with you. But also he's going to enjoy it and you're just going to kind of be a vessel. Like, excuse me, what the fuck? Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. None of that. So it's 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 very bizarre. Um, Mm -hmm. In a way, I feel like I'm going against the grain and what I'm trying to practice. It's not it's it's not a huge huge conversation right now and there aren't a lot of women doing this kind of coaching but there's a few of us and yeah. i feel like it's really important and i know i know for a fact that a woman can go from not being orgasmic to being extremely orgasmic there is an actual study and scientific research that says women have what they call an enhanced sexual response system that's what's responsible for our highly orgasmic nature And we have something called an orgasmic consciousness that they've studied. And the orgasmic consciousness is what we tap into because of that beautiful, blissful, energetic, orgasmic state we're in, right? We're highly orgasmic. So when we're talking about having our 10 orgasms during sex, we're channeling something. There's something Mm -hmm. there that's magical. There's something there that's beautiful. The way women in the research studies have described their orgasmic consciousness is euphoric, transcending, um, yeah. Spatial awareness, spatial disappearance, dimension opening. There's That's other the ancient, one right there. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. There's ancient studies that say we can tap into our fucking psychic abilities, bro. Like when we're highly orgasmic, when we reach like seven yeah. or eight orgasms, we activate something new. And you can't yes. tell me it's not true because we're still studying so much about the human and spiritual experience. Yeah. So absolutely. anything that anything that comes to me is a it's a you know what that's very likely. That's mm-hmm. very likely. And I've, I've experienced similar feelings, you know, the feelings of floating, the euphoria, the transcending, the dimensional, having visions. And it's not scary or it's not inappropriate. It's beautiful. It's yeah, sexy. It's, it's, it's sensual. You know, it mm-hmm. really, it really, it really connects you to the idea of lovemaking, right? Ooh, like you're, that's you're it right there. Yes. Like you're really wrapped up in this person. And like, literally the, the man can feel the energy. Women yeah. that are highly, or- having sex with a woman that's highly orgasmic, a man knows the difference. There's an energy I, sharing yeah. that happens. There's an energy looping that is possible. And it's just, it's the natural way. And this is why we tell you to be aware of that toxic dick, y'all. Be aware of that toxic Ax. man with the good dick because y'all are sharing energy and there's a reason why you can't let that idiot go. It's not because you're dumb. It's not because you, it's literally the energy and the bonding and the experience that ties you to this person and girl look y'all cis queers all of you guys if you find that you're attached y'all need to do a cord cutting real fast and stop fucking that person stop it right right (laughs) stop it immediately right right but something else that you mentioned um about tapping in and that psychic ability um yes ma'am as on the psychology side of things, right? On the mental side of things. Right. You can see in early psychology where this was an actual study of what is the brain fully capable of. And it's just that we are, our brain is 
way more capable than we actually give it credit that 100% though there is a way to transcend into as Carl Jung if y'all those of you who have been around know that that's my favorite psychologist when you go when you go back in the day when you go back in the day his favorite psychologist right Carl Jung has talked about the collective unconscious Sigmund Freud talked about something very similar right where the idea is is that we all understand something intrinsically without being told right right and so the idea that there is more to this world and that our brains are capable of being plugged into the beyond if you will absolutely makes sense and it's it there is makes sense and it's there is evidence on the other side of it where we are studying the brain, we're studying the electrical impulses and we're studying the activity that goes to the brain. And when you think about it, all of that activity, that's energy, energy goes somewhere. Energy is what connects everything, right? So sex absolutely. is energy, right? Like you can kind of see- Absolutely, so much energy. On both sides. Yeah, yeah, you can see it on both sides where it's like, yeah, of course, if they're doing the studies on it, from what I see in psych- psychological studies, that doesn't even have necessarily anything to do with sex. It still makes sense to me. The evidence is still there. It's for sure. It's there. And it's, it's the, uh, the unfortunate part about it is that people don't know mm-hmm. that people do not know. And, you know, it's women that are being taught about sex from men that are just lustful and horny and addicted to their basic ass orgasm and aren't, uh, Okay. Look, like, I'm, because, I'm back here snapping. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because yes. like, don't ladies, you can't let men use you as a wet hole, right? Yeah. You can't let a man just like use you as a cum dumpster. Excuse my French. That's harsh. I've been there. I've done that, but it's, Same. it's, it's, Same. it's so counterproductive to who you are as a woman, as a feminine mm-hmm. woman, as a goddess, your, your sex has power. It has magic. So with my mm-hmm. coaching business with sacred sexuality, I'm hoping to change the narrative. I want this to yeah. be an entire movement. Mm-hmm. I want women to step into their power, know their power, teach their daughters. My daughter yeah. is 15 years old. She knows about sacred sexuality. I had to mm-hmm. say to her dad, I said, when you're ready for me to talk to your other daughters about sex, <laughs> send them my way. Send them my, way said, right? my, my daughter isn't going to let some man just fuck her at a party. Because she knows that there's more to the story. She knows my mom has taught me that sex is magic. My mom's taught me that she connects to something beautiful in sex. And whatever kids try to show me on Pornhub on their phone, because that's Mm -hmm. unfortunately the culture in schools right now. That's that's silly. That's stupid. I know that my mom has taught me that this shit is witchy and it's magic and it's beautiful and it's powerful. So like I know and I trust for my daughter that she's going to understand I need to understand you a little bit. I need to understand how you feel about me. Like just all of those psychological things are going to be involved for her as a young teen thinking about having a sex life because of what I've taught her. And that's going to be what she understands as sex ed, right? So Mm -hmm. I want to reach younger people too, you know, which is why I say I would love to be able to reach into universities and be able to have that platform. I was just thinking that I was like, my whole college experience would have been way different. My engagement with sexual experience would have been way different if I had had that teaching when I was in college. Because I'm not going to lie to you guys. (laughs) I was a hoe. Girl, I was busy. (laughs) I was... I did some things. Okay, I got some history. But if I had been aware of how 
how powerful my sexuality really was and also like why I was calling all of these people to me why did men want to bang me so girl you better cook what was that (laughs) you better cook girl (laughs) fucking fats yes I would have been more intentional about who I had had sex with because yeah. for me, it was flattering. Oh, oh, you find me attractive? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm breaking the the norms. Like, oh, you don't want that that blonde, blue-eyed girl over there? You want this curly black girl over here? Curly yeah, hair? Yeah. What? You want me in all my natural essence? Why? Yes. Because I was a witch and I knew it. And they yeah, knew it. Bitch. Yeah, girls. Girl, witch pussy is a fucking <laughs> thing. Yeah. You hear me? And- it's, it's a... <laughs> It's a thing. No, no, sh- no shade, no shade to the blonde, <laughs> my blonde, blue-eyed beauties out there. You guys are the beauty standard when it comes to what we think people, men, people want, right? In this case, we're right. talking about men, but really, when you we think about sexuality and what people typically find attractive, it doesn't even necessarily have to be men. If you're a lesbian, if you're gay, right? You might be looking for the blonde, broad-shouldered dude with the blue eyes or the green eyes, right? That has been typically what has been seen as a beauty standard. And Black women have typically right. been on the lowest part of what is attractive. Black, win- Black women and Asian men have been typically said to be the least desirable out of all of the ethnicities, which, you know, I find to be kind of untrue based on my personal experience. Yeah, men like me just fine. Right, <laughs> they do. So, um, <laughs> I think, I think that's what's interesting about this is like you know, as as a young person going through college, going through going through high school, being flattered by the mere their mere attention, just being like, oh, oh, well, I think you're fine. I think you're hottie. So why don't we hook up, right? And it's just like, oh my god, what me? Yes. Yeah, let's plug I'm into each flattered. other. Yeah, yeah, like. I shouldn't have been flattered by that. That's not flattering just because you find me attractive. It's like, damn, yeah, I know I'm attractive. Thank you. (laughs) That part. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think if you were to able to, if you were able to show this to younger people, it would revolutionize the way that we all as a, as a whole society engage in sex. The the talk about consent, right? Yeah. Talk around. Yeah. Hey. Right. Yeah, getting into getting into with younger people is definitely a goal of mine because mm-hmm. I just I I love the way I feel like my daughter understands sex, mm-hmm. and she's a fifteen year old girl. You know, right now a lot of girls are have lost their virginity way before fifteen years old because, mm-hmm. like you're saying, they're operating off of that. Oh, this is flattering, and you want my body. Like this is important. This is wonderful. But I know that with the education and the way that I talk to my daughter and how open I am about it right like with it not being this big mystery and this thing she's just like well I'm curious so yeah he said he wants to have sex I'm gonna just do it she has some base she has some like standard behind that and it has some substance for her so Mm -hmm. that's that's Mm -hmm. incredibly important to me and just the amount of women my age you know in their 30s that are saying you know oh I don't have I don't have orgasmic sex it's just uh, well you know what I was that way before too and now I know how to not be that way so let's work right you know what I mean it's it's really it's unfortunate I do believe society has a lot to play in this like you mentioned because it's not a conversation and also a lot of us have learned sex from porn and it just it really it really is just it's it's really just problematic in my opinion yeah 
It just, and it takes away, it takes away the idea that there's feeling behind mm-hmm. having a sex act instead of it just yeah. being like a doing thing. And that's, it's interesting too, because like they say like masculine energy is like action, right? And like right. a woman's energy is like a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Like in a feminine mm-hmm. sense. So like, right. of course the energy coming to, from the man is action and the woman's supposed to feel, but we don't mm-hmm. understand learning about sex from pornography that, you know, all these things that a woman feels and engages with in the sex act. Right. right. Yeah. Because the, how could you understand what the, the, what the female body is going through when you're watching porn? You don't really understand right. that. And what I love, I think what I do love about the conversation surrounding porn is that more women are coming out talking about, I feel empowered. I love my body. I love what I do. And we are learning not to shame women for enjoying sex. We're learning that a woman who does OnlyFans or, you know, actual, you know, does movies on Pornhub, there is no problem with that because they are engaging with their body on their terms. And that is... That is powerful all within itself, right? Right. But we do miss a, a, a key point in sex when you're watching porn is that the woman doesn't get to really express what it feels like on her end, right? Yes, we make right. If she's feeling anything. Bodies. Yeah, yeah. if she's feeling anything, because baby girl, when you're in that, I mean, I, I can't speak on it because I'm not a, a porn star and I don't, I don't understand really what they're going through i would love to be able to connect with someone that can share more information i really so, want to um, say that hey, yeah like porn baddies hit yeah us up yeah talk yeah <laughs> yeah but like it's almost as if they're uh just they're on the receiving end right but i don't know how much they're actually receiving especially from like women like us that have a almost you know a sacred sexual practice and we're tapping into that energy and we're being very orgasmic i've Mm -hmm. i know i've met one other woman before the time that i started my sacred sex coaching practice i met one other woman that told me she was like very orgasmic from the intercourse interesting so it's it's sad honestly and it's a problem because i feel like i feel like there's something about society that wants us to feel like this is actually the way that it's supposed to be and then as far as like the porn industry too, like a little sidebar, men are giving themselves erectile dysfunction from like jerking off to porn all the time. Have you heard <laughs> about this study? No, no, girl. Girl. <laughs> like, girl, what? What? girl, it's, it just, it's the, the content of porn. This was actually on Dr. Oz, like over 10 years ago. He was help, trying to help men with erectile dysfunction. He said, your expectations of sex and this visualization from porn is not realistic in a true sex experience. Yes. So you're one, some men are having a hard time being turned on by a beautiful woman that they're about to get romantic with because they're not seeing the special features of what pornography was offering them. And two, a woman's vagina just is not going to feel like your grip, your fucking man grip. <laughs> so like, if you're <laughs> like, first of all, fuck your man grip. Get this pussy grip, this witch pussy yeah. grip. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm like, sure. Pussy grip. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. But like it's they said like a man's grip is like it changes the the texture, the feeling of what they prefer and what they want to come from. Right. Oh, so like it's a lot of men with erectile dysfunction. It's this big conversation that like they have a porn addiction. So they're not like they're not getting a big mm-hmm. satisfaction from connecting with women. And again, mm-hmm. connecting with women in a spiritually aligned way, right? I work with couples too. 
men yes. are like, how can I help my woman experience this? Right. So if right. you're aligned with your partner and you guys are both open and the root chakras are open, you can have this experience. Men can mm-hmm. have orgasms without ejaculation. Men can share orgasms with their woman when she's highly orgasmic. It's, it's magic. And, yeah. and just the idea of porn and you destroying the essence of what it means to reach an orgasm as a man, you know, from masturbation, from pornography, it's, it's taking away from that essence and that sacredness of, mm-hmm. of the sex practice. And I'm not in any way knocking porn. I know some people love it and it's their jam. But if you're someone that's leaning more into wanting to have a sacred sexual practice, it's something that you, you're probably not going to benefit from because it's, yeah. not, it's truly not realistic. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not realistic. And it's, it's, uh, it's also giving you, in a sense, like an empty orgasm. And in, in a lot of what I talk about in all my social media with orgasmic manifestation, if your orgasms are coming from you watching pornography, you're manifesting sex. You know, you're manifesting whatever you're looking at, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of you really being present for your orgasm and understanding what you feel. I can have orgasms to the thought of happiness. I can, my self-pleasure practice, I can relax in myself and I can have an orgasm based on me manifesting happiness or love or a stronger connection with my boyfriend or feeling more loved or, mm-hmm. you know, abundance or, or, you know, it's, it might sound really weird, but it, for me, I'm at a place in my life where it doesn't have to be sexual for me to reach mm-hmm. an orgasm because I'm so aligned with myself where I understand that there's magic in this. And for me to, yeah. for me to even put myself in a place where I know I don't have to think about intercourse in order mm-hmm. for me to reach an orgasm in my self-pleasure practice it just adds to the idea of how spiritually connected orgasms are. It's so mysterious still, right? Like this is something yeah, they've been yeah. researching. They're studying it. It's euphoric. It's fucking incredible. But there's so much like they know we have releases in our brains and chemical and dopamine and endorphins and things during the orgasmic s- state. But right. it's, even really with that, it's mysterious and it's magical. And I place magic on mine. I place manifestation on mine. And mm-hmm. my alignment just opens me up so much that. I'm able to practice orgasm in like a, almost in like a full spectrum way in a sense. Yeah. So if you, let me try this again. I was going to say, if you want to be, but when you first started down this, down this path, what do you say, what do you think was like the most important step for you to like get started with sacred sexuality? I, I had a moment a few years ago where I felt I was having sex with this guy. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like a, we were just having sex. And I felt I, I, I was, I was orgasmic at that time, but I just felt unappreciated, Mm -hmm. uncovered, unloved, unseen. Like I truly felt like I was just a wet hole for him. Right. Right, Like I just felt Mm -hmm. like I was a, one of his options and a woman that he was just sticking his dick in from time to time so he could get his orgasm and there just wasn't any connectedness behind that so that experience and me also at that time in my life just not having like a favorite partner from my past I just didn't have like a favorite partner from my past and I was like you know what I'm internalizing like I'm just going to be celibate like no one's matching my sexual energy I feel like I want to express more sexually The Mm -hmm. men that I know are not deserving of that, right? You can't Mm -hmm. have Mm -hmm. this energetic share with me because I know it's royalty. 
I know yeah. my worth sexually. So I don't feel like you deserve sharing this experience with me. And I mm-hmm. honestly felt fucking bored, girl. Mm-hmm. Like with that guy that I was with, like I was having sex with him. It was, he was fine. You know, it was whatever. I was having yeah. orgasms, but I, I was bored. I'm like, there's more to this, right? As like a witchy, powerful woman, I'm like, there's more to this. And yeah. when I internalized and really started practicing myself in a sense, I got more into meditation. Mm-hmm. And just during that journey, I felt like the next time I'm opening myself up to a sexual experience, I want to feel more. Like, I want to feel more. I want to feel the activeness of my root chakra. And I want to feel right. the energy. And I want to I want to be open to... This was around the time that I also got certified in sacred sexuality. Mm-hmm. So everything that I had learned within that program... I thought, you know what, I want to, I want to apply this to my sex practice. So it, it, it worked for me. And yeah. I just, just that feeling of feeling unappreciated and just truly the sex felt empty and there didn't feel right. like there was any real exchange happening. Mm-hmm. There was no mm-hmm. real exchange happening. So I kind of, I, I, t- I'm, I had maxed out in that space. Right. You know what I mean? It was yeah. kind of like, all right, I got to this point, time to cut these wings and let new ones grow. <laughs> yeah. you know, thank you yeah. for getting me here, but I'm ready for the next level. So right. I, yeah. I, I hibernated. I like meditated on it. I practiced celibacy. And then when I started my sex practice again, that's when the level up had happened for me. So it was really, truly a beautiful experience. And it's a sacred sex only for me. Sacred sex and only. yes, and, say, and also yes. If you're wondering, like, do I have crazy sex? Do I have wild sex? Hell, fucking yeah, yeah. I absolutely do. Okay, and I mean, but for me, the energy is there. The alignment is right. there. You know what I mean? The alignment's there. The the understanding, the understanding in the research studies that I've studied to get some mm-hmm. of my knowledge. They say that they know for a fact the woman that's aware of her energy centers within and her vagina energy centers is more capable of respe- receiving that mysterious G-spot orgasm. So it's, yeah, they say the awareness is what's incredibly important behind that concept as well. So like There's, women, yeah, yeah women so much having there. no knowledge. There's having mm-hmm. no knowledge or thinking like, oh, you know, he just needs to be against me enough for me to like him to rub on my clit with his body or something like, no, like, I mean, that's fun too. You know what I mean? But yeah, right. But like, it's, it's internal as well. You have to be willing to receive the energy and also exude your own energy. And that's, that's how the sacred sex practice works. That's a lot of what I get very in depth in mm. several different chapters and kind of categories in my coaching to teach mm. women what it takes to really be able to activate themselves in this way. So, I mean, I, I think it's so funny because the last thing you're like, sex was boring. It's like, dang, that's the last thing you want sex to be is to be fucking bored. Right. Like, right. I don't want to be bored. Like, dang, I, do you know how much time I don't want, like, I don't want to get dressed and redressed just so I could be fucking bored, right? Like, shit, I will not even take off my clothes. Don't do this to me. But um, it seems like one of the, a a really good step is meditation and trusting yourself and trusting your body. I I think it's so funny because the more that you talk, the more that I'm thinking about things that I've learned during my year, my schooling in psychology that really reinforces everything that you're saying. Like right. being aware, your mind is so powerful. It is a tool all on its own. And when, when you are aware of your power, when you really accept how powerful you are, your brain yeah. 
and your body will meet you there. Your body Fuck will yes. meet you. Yes, girl. Cook. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It's so true. It's so, so true. And and also I've I've been with men and they're like, <clears throat> how are you like this? Like, how are you? You're you're privileged, huh? Yeah. Yeah, baby, I'm privileged. This welcome Damn to the world of witch pussy. He's going to be on his next dates. Like, uh, do you know anything about being a witch? And do you have, uh, what is it called? Wh- witch pussy? <laughs> like, He's going to be running around. Men running around like, uh, witch pussy only. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm saying this is new t-shirt says this is witch pussy only men and women. Right. Look, y'all, we all about yeah. it. Yes. Like, Everybody's accepted here. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's surprising too with men, like the men's like reaction in the past to me being like orgasmic and they're like, wow, like you're different. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. I am different. Cause they're like, yeah. I've never. And then of course, like just for like an, a man that's not really thinking about it in an aligned way, he's kind of like, oh, this is like some ego stroke thing for me. Like I'm making her have all these orgasms. Yes. Um, baby, that's. <laughs> That's me. That's me. <laughs> That's me. I mean, like, if we have, like, if we have, like, a beautiful, loving relationship and we're tapped into each other and you are covering me and we are tapped into one another in a very beautiful essence kind of way, that's yeah. the best sex that I've had. Yeah. That's the best sex. I, my boyfriend can stop inside me and I'll have, like, a fucking 50-second orgasm. I, like, I'm like, don't move. Don't move. Dang. He's like, oh. I'm like, do not move. And it's just, I suck his energy. Like, I love this man. You know what I mean? Just yeah. that love and that trust and that energy. Like, yeah. it's, I mean, there's levels to it. You know what I mean? Just having like a loving yes. sex practice too, which is another part of what I, I teach in my coaching. But also mm-hmm. like women can be like this, like on their own. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like we can be like this on our own. We can have this, you know, advanced sexual consciousness and this enhanced res- sexual response system that they're talking about in scientific research, but not really teaching. You yeah. know, it's like all like hush, 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 because like, you know, we don't need a group of all these witches coming out of the woodworks saying what? that they know their fucking power and that they're, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel like it goes against whatever the narrative is supposed supposed to be i'm done and, th- and this is and this is why i feel like this is why they were really mad at megan the stallion this is why they're really mad at Nicki minaj because the idea that women know their power in sexuality is terrifying for a lot of people it upsets right. the power balance and right yes my, yes ma'am that part yeah it it my gays my thems my fems right all of us Every single one of us has this great power within sexuality. We could use it, really, really use it to change the tide when it comes to, you know, society. And that, could you imagine, could you imagine being this like powerful man this whole time? You're like, all I got to do is keep my thumb on top of these, these women, the gays, all of these people. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they don't know their power, I am in control. Do you know how scared you would be every single day that one day everybody's just going to wake up? Fuck. Yeah. I hear you. That'd be terrifying. And all we're saying right now, you guys let's wake up. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm tapping into your true self. A big Mm -hmm. part of the way I try to live my life is what, if I was one of the original people, 
Right. What are some of the things I would be connected to? What would I be tapped into? Without Ooh. all these books being thrown at me, without all these like, this is what it is, this is what it is, this is what it is, this is what you do, without all the programming, right? right. Like, what would I be close to? Sex is fucking healing as fuck. Oh my God. Okay, you guys, you Girl. Know, my favorite thing, sex outside. I know you're not technically supposed to do it, so don't tell on me, y'all. But sex outside in nature, Oh my God. Like the nature, the ground, the grass, my grounding, sun. grounding, oh everything. My God. The, the sun, the moon, trees, oxygen, everything. Everything. It's everything. My husband is a little like, he's like, oh, honey, I don't want to get caught. And I'm like, ain't nobody come out back here. I just flip my skirt up. Okay. Just flip the dress up. Let's do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't even worry about it, baby. It's fine. Right. Right. Protected. But like, Honestly, when you think about it, especially if you have a backyard, you have an area where you can be um, connected and you can be grounded, anchor yourself, anchor yourself to yourself, right? Yes, yes. It's it's one of the things that like hands down, I will never regret trying ever. Yeah. It was, it's yeah. just such an experience. Yeah, I um, I my boyfriend and I had, I had one of the most channeled sexual experiences with him when we were camping. And we were on That's the floor of the test yes. during a fucking rainstorm, a fucking downpour, baby. I said, I don't know if this is me. I don't know if I'm making it rain like this or, but I love you so much right now. It was so aligned. It was so aligned. Just being outside, being on the earth, the yes. rain happening, the energy of the rain, the electricity in the air. It was, we both agree that that was one of our best sessions in a year that we've had. And it just, it was, it was magic, pure, pure magic. And this Praise is, this is just the, <laughs> yes. And it's like, we don't, we don't tap into these different energies. Right. And mm -hmm. there's so much benefit to it. I mean, the idea mm -hmm. of sex as being so healing, they have little articles where they talk about, Oh, you know, sex is healthy for you. That right. shit can heal you. Yes. And it's not really, it's not really, it can change your mood. Right. If yes. you're if you're having a fucked up mood, if you're pissed off and like not just makeup sex, but like tapping I'm, into that energetic space, tapping yes. into that energetic space, changing your mind in that moment. And then you're like, you know what? I can think more clearly about this. Mm -hmm. I can think more clearly about this because of what my body is producing for me now because of the energetic connection I just had to this sex experience. I'm I can't when I'm stressed, when I'm like really in one of my funks you know what I mean like my yes. weird fucking mood sex is one of the few things that I can depend on absolutely set me straight 100% agree a same exact thing for me same exact thing for me and if I'm hurting or if I'm feeling not quite like myself or I'm feeling a little bent out of shape or something yes. it's definitely dependable sex will set me back it will set yeah, me back baby. because it Mm. Yeah, they back into shape. Okay, oh, sure. <laughs> all of it, all of it, and a little bit more. Yes. It's it. There's just so much to it that we just really have lost touch with. And yeah. some of the things that I write about in my like website and in my like business is we have to remember that we're capable of this. Yeah, right. Like it's a lost art. You know, we're just we're practicing sex in a way that we can be we can be having sex that's much more fulfilling. And that mm -hmm. offers us much more than what it already is offering. Yeah. And I just, I just, that's just what I want to do. I want to change the narrative. I want people to understand a new look at sex and really connect in a deeper way 
and really yeah. understand the sacredness of the practice of sex. I think it's so interesting because, you know, I've been, I, this whole time I'm like, I, I see the mirrors between sacred sexuality and shadow work because you understand yourself, you understand your shadow, you understand all of this, your connection with self only deepens. You're practicing sacred sexuality, you're doing shadow work, you're taking care of yourself. Honestly, you would, you're an unstoppable force at this point. Unstoppable. Like nothing, it's 100%. going to get Cause you know what ticks you off. You know how to handle what ticks you off. And if you're connected to yourself through a sexual, a healthy sexual right. practice. Yes. Honey, honey. That, okay. There's something in that power. There is something I have had men say, you know what, sis, your root chakra, like something <laughs> you over here, energetic, you like you, you're magnetic. Okay. Like Love men have word. told me like, you are like the most popular word men have used to describe me is sexy and I'll fucking take it because yes, you know what? I'm aligned. I'm aligned, baby. Like I'm aligned and I'm confident because I understand what I'm capable of. And guess what else? I'm open to learning more of what the fuck I'm capable of. That you right feel there. me? Like I'm, That's I'm open it. to what's next too. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. fuck yeah. Downloads level me up, but people see Every it. Time. People feel it. Not yeah. only is it men like feeling drawn to me and of course being lustful, right? Which is fine. But I'm not yeah. taking applications, but you can do a coaching. <laughs> yeah, I've already I've selected my sacred lover. I have selected my sacred lover. But yes. it it draws, it starts the conversation. Yeah. Like people absolutely. have literally been like, What what are you? Like, like, like and I'm like, you? I'm well, I'm I'm female, but like I'm also a witch <laughs> and I'm a sacred <laughs> sex coach. Like, but it, it I, really pulls yeah. people. It pulls people in. There's all these, there's these little programs like, oh, how to be magnetic uh, in your feminine energy. They're wonderful. Those programs are wonderful, but they're not, they're missing the idea of tapping into your true sex. Yes. Because yes. that's really the icing on the cake because it's there. There's, what are all these stories about the mystics, the sexy mystics and the sirens mm -hmm. and them being powerfully mm -hmm. sexual. And it's, it's a thing. It's like such mm -hmm. a thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's been there in history. It's here now. You yeah. know, and with, with that, with that magnetism, because of how aligned I am, how confident I am, women speak with me. I talk with women about, you know, what I do, the coaching that I do, you yeah. know, and yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, what good is knowledge if you can't share it? I'm saying, right. right? Like I will talk anybody who's like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I, I work, I do shadow work. You know, I went to school for psychology and this is why shadow work is drawn, you know, and I will just go and go and go. And they're like, well, you know what I mean? Like I'm passionate about it the way that you're passionate right. about sexuality. But what I think is so fucking awesome though, is that these practices are basically married. They right. need each other. You need, we need to do both. We need to do all right. of it because yeah. the more you understand yourself, the better you understand yourself the more the better choices you can make for you fuck everybody right. else i'm sorry right. i hate to say it but i don't right. also hate to say it like if you right. do right by you you can do right by everybody else right but the minute right. you start trying to mold yourself into some shit that doesn't make sense for you you're doing everybody around you a disservice yeah and everybody. you're gonna feel it you're gonna feel it mm -hmm. in something it's gonna yes. show up somehow Mm -hmm. And like, how dare us not try to like, of course, like, yeah, we're, we're spirits, right? We're souls and we have a body, but like, it's easy for us to try and understand the body. Get yeah. to know your spirit self. Yeah. Get to know your spirit self. Go deep with yourself. Go deep with mm -hmm. your work that you need to do. 
right? Everyone can benefit from shadow work because essentially when we come here as children, our parents do what they think is great for us. But if you interview any adult, unfortunately, right? If you interview any adult, they will say, my parent did wrong for me in this way. Even Mm -hmm. if they had all the money growing up, even if they had all Mm -hmm. the hugs and loves, my parent did wrong for me because in my spirit form, I didn't need that much love. I didn't need that much affection. I didn't need the things. I didn't need to be spoiled. Everybody has a story where something didn't fit for them. Right. right? So it's about reviewing that, open up, examine that. Right. And also tap into what it is that your sexual nature is. Don't ignore that. Don't ignore that. And women, we have the sexual power, but it's there for men too. It's there for men too. I do couples coaching. I actually just booked a session with a guy. He better not come at me. But (laughs) he said, he was like, sis, you're a sexuality coach. I said, yes, I am. He said, I want to learn everything that you can teach me. And I said, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Because this is, this is a movement that I believe in. So yeah, you guys, you guys, oh my God. you can see how passionate Nikki and I are. For a second, I forgot we were even recording. I'm just having a conversation with you, just like, girl, <laughs> shit, yes. oh my God, right? <laughs> yes, yes. But I mean, and unfortunately, many of us women also have suffered sexual trauma, right? And because right. we suffered sexual trauma, we tend to, to deflect a little bit from leaning into this too much because it feels so scary. But part right. of the reason that trauma is just so big is because we're not unpacking it because we're not looking at it. And part of the way that we heal is to be honest, to really look at it and love yourself through it, not to to turn away from it completely, to love yourself through it. It's okay. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. And also for me, I was able to, for a long time for me, excuse me, for a long time for me, my, I was a little shy about the idea of being affectionate. And I was able to, once I examined what that was for me, like my, my love language is touch. Mm-hmm. It was at one point in my life, it was something that I was kind of hesitant about, right? right? I mentioned before, if you guys are following us really heavily, that I had an issue with my mother. You know, I had a right. mother wound. I didn't have that nurturing. So affection was different for me, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's other things that kind of put into that. But I was kind of like weary about like touch and different things. And once I was able to examine that, look at that in a sense. Yeah. Like years ago, I guess I did what was considered shadow work. I was able to look at that and examine that. And now I'm able to tap in. Like, I love this. I love affection. I love touch. I love love, you know? So that was healing for me. And now like, look, I'm I'm all about the touch, right? Because this is what I want to do for, for the rest of my life. I want to teach women about sacred sexuality and, and growing in that space. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it's so beautiful because like you said, it heals, it heals. And it's so wild because so many of so many of us, and I'm sure there's so many people listening right now who have had trauma within their sexual space. But I'm telling you that that's not the only thing that that makes that makes it sex, right? You can move, you can learn to face that trauma, you can learn how to still embrace and love sex, even though you've had this experience, because I I've been sexually assaulted, unfortunately, more than once. And at this point, I I've learned so much about myself, even despite the trauma, because of the trauma, right? Right. And understanding that this was, this is the thing that impacted me, but it doesn't 
make me it didn't yeah it didn't change how define i feel you. about yeah. yeah it didn't define me yeah. and i still yeah. deserve to be loved i deserve to be loved the way i want to be loved and because right. of this experience i know what does i know what love doesn't look like you know what i mean i know what it doesn't right look right like. right right absolutely like. yeah you are going to be okay. And I know this is probably a big conversation for a lot of people who've gone through similar situations that I've been through, but I'm here, right? I'm having this conversation. I'm excited about this conversation because I've learned more. I've learned how to embrace sexuality past the trauma. Right. And consent is a, co a conversation now. It, consent is a real conversation that we're having right. with our sons and our daughters, right? What yeah. does consent look like? And I think that's also important if you're talking about sacred sexuality, you also have to talk about what is consent for you. What do you right. want that to look like? Right, absolutely. You know, so what would you say for someone like myself, if you've been through some kind of sexual trauma, of course, booking a session with you would be the wise course of action, I highly recommend. But what, do you, what other recommendations would you have for someone who might be afraid of sex? Honestly, I guess someone who might be afraid or closed out to the idea, mm -hmm. really trying to go inside themselves and look at it through a new lens. Mm -hmm. Maybe like accepting, looking for, deeply looking for what's bringing on this fear. Mm -hmm. What's bringing on this fear. And again, what I am offering in my course is like a reintroduction to sex education. Right. right. Once you've been able to identify why, why is this an issue for me? Because mm -hmm. we, if we sit long enough with ourselves, if we think about something enough, right, we don't slow down enough. If we That's think about true. something, if we think about something enough and give ourselves that attention, we mm -hmm. can find the answer that we're asking ourselves. Sometimes yeah. it's hard because we don't want to face it. Sometimes it's embarrassing. Sometimes it can feel shameful. But if you really look and say, well, what's making this be fearful for me? And then mm -hmm. really examining that, opening yourself up, examining that answer, let that answer come to you. Examine mm -hmm. that answer and really create a new definition for that space of your life. Create a new definition. Don't, don't embrace that anymore. That's something I feel like people have to do a lot. And I've had to practice with like mm -hmm. victim mentality. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we can't stay in that space forever it's a disservice to us you know we yeah. have everything within us to be able to heal from that experience and move on and create new right right from survive yeah. from victim to survivor right it's for sure it's so unfortunate that we've all that you and i i mean like talking about it now like you know you and i have both had our, our experiences although they're different yeah. they, they share some very core feelings right we understand yeah the shame and the guilt and all of the complicated feelings around that. But yet here we are love and yeah. sex, having a good old time talking about sex. Right. right absolutely. You can, yeah, it's it. empowering. It's to the point yeah. now where it's empowering and they yeah. say, you know, that, that we go through trials and tribulations and the people that get hit the hardest are the healers, right? Yeah. Like we've been through the things you know what oh, I mean? We've been through the thing. Yes. So we've been through the thing. So now we can come out and say, hey, listen, I have a testimony. I've been mm -hmm. through this and I can help guide you through it. They say the yep. best way to take a journey sometimes is to look at someone that's done it and, and, and follow what they did. I mean, of course, you're placing your own, you know, passion on it and your own ideas on it, but you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Heck, yeah. Don't make you know it mean? harder for yourself, man. Yeah, like, don't, absolutely. Don't. <laughs> You don't have to go down the hardest path. 
And, and I know a right. lot of people are like, oh, if it's not hard, then it's not worth it. And sometimes it just doesn't have to be that fucking hard, especially yeah. your relationships. It doesn't have to be that fucking hard. And if it's that hard, it not it might not be for you, right? Right. That's okay right. too. But I will say that when it comes to shadow work, when it comes to sacred sexuality, when it comes to healing, just point blank period, that shit is never easy. But when you come through the other side of it, once you hit a level, it's going to feel so incredible. And that's the feeling that you, that's the feeling we're seeking is the feeling of like, shit, I know myself. Ooh, I'm powerful. Ooh, I feel good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. I'm embracing this new version of myself. And like I mentioned early on, a practice that I do is I say, all right. I've passed that level of my life. I'm going to thank these wings that got me here. I'm going to clip these wings and I'm ready for the next ones to grow. You know, I'm ready to move now. I'm ready to level up again. I'm ready to move into a new developmental stage, a spiritual Mm -hmm. stage, you know, a stage within myself. You know, I'm paying attention. Show me what you have for me. Yes, yes, yes. You guys, oh my God, I really was like, (laughs) we're not even recording anymore. Just like, no, you and I are having a conversation. What is going on, right? Right, we're just busting it up. (laughs) I know. You know, we, you and I are both very lucky. We're very fortunate to have loving, supporting partners who are like, you're a witch, great. Love it, love it for us, love it for you, love it for me, right? Um, Right. But for those of you who haven't found your your partner yet, know that there's somebody who's willing to support you in every single thing that you do. They may 100%. ask you questions. They may be like, hey, you know, talking it out with you. But whatever you decide to do, they will be supportive. And that is the person who on your sacred sexuality journey, you are going to know them. Your body is going to know right. them. Your spirit is going to know them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Girl, you know, you know. <laughs> yes, where is my sexy robe? Okay. <laughs> Give me that incense. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I need to light the candles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm loving every bit of this. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I guess the, the, the big thing is trust yourself. Your heart, your body, your spirit, it's telling you what you need. All you got to do is listen, babe. Yeah, All you got to do is hear it. You know. give, yourself that, give yourself that time. A lot mm-hmm. of the time, like even if you're, pra- if, if you are someone that practices meditation, like allow some time beyond that too. like mm-hmm. allow some time just for yourself, like feel what you're feeling. I come yeah. off social media at times because social media for me makes me think about what they want me to think about. Yes. Right? So oh it's my really God, hard so for me true. to be with myself. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to just have my own ideas, receive my own downloads feel whatever I'm feeling or summarize my week or my day and just feel what I'm feeling. Give yourself Mm -hmm. that grace. Give yourself that time. Feel what you are feeling. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of us who are brown folks, if yet yet tanned, right? Black, (laughs) you know, Mexican, Hispanic, Indian, you know, BIPOC people, we also have this added bonus, if you will, an extra set of stresses when it comes to social media, where you see in, you know, um, parking lot, Karen and bird watching Karen, and you've got to unplug from that. We don't need right. to be inundated with all of the struggles of society. We know the struggles of society. We live this life. We walk. This right. Path. Right. Yeah. Give yourself some downtime. Unplug from that. For Find sure. Something that makes you happy. You know what? Okay. You guys want to know what my like favorite shit to watch is right now? Black men frolicking. I, I love it. I love watching black men frolic. It makes me so happy. 
Like they're just having the best time. <laughs> I have to check outside. that out. I, I have to check that out. I seen something like about it, but it did look interesting. It looked it's, lovely. It's it looked so lovely. Cute. <laughs> it's so cute. Like grown, grown ass men outside skipping and rolling around in the grass. And they're just like, this is I'm here for it. Like, yes, yeah. I'm here for that. I like that. Good for them. Yeah, y'all, if you haven't frolicked lately, this is your sign. Go outside, play, play in the grass, play in the dirt. It's so much fun. I don't care how yeah. old you get. It's still, it's always fun. I get on the swings. I go play like I'm five years old again. Like, I yeah. don't care. Yeah. It's there. Absolutely. Like. <laughs> I, I literally have moments where I'm like, today I want to do something that's going to make me smile a fucking lot. Or yes. I want to do something that's going to make me laugh and just feel in that playful essence of myself. That's so important, especially if we have like just monotonous things that we have to do that don't allow us to be in our creative space or don't allow us to really tap in and use creativity when we're doing it. Go mm -hmm. and express smiles. Do something that's going to make you laugh. And I mean, really go. Absolutely. Amusement. Amusement yeah. for sure. So important. Do not forget about it. Yeah, your inner child wants to play. What did you like as a kid that really made you smile and had fun? Did you like to paint? Did you like to? If you like finger painting, fucking finger paint. I don't right. care. If you want to go and order, car. if you want to order a remote control car on Amazon and go ride around <laughs> in the train station parking lot, we gonna do it. <laughs> I love remote control cars. I, you know what? This is a sign. That's it. Yo, get the Amazon app. <laughs> Look, if you're even on Amazon today, I guess this is your time. I love and hate Amazon. It makes it so fucking easy to spend my money. But at the same time, I'm girl, like, my inner child needs this. <laughs> girl, I Amazon is so good at what it does. It, right. it's, it knows exactly what to suggest to me. I'm like, you know me. Like you, you're my own personal like assistant. Like you're, and first of all, I'm gonna stop spending fifty dollars a month on earrings, please. But I, I have a problem. I got I'd it. rather I, be earrings than some bullshit. Even <laughs> okay, look, I'm in trouble already about how much money I've been spending. I had the, I got the talk from my husband who was like, "Look, babe, I understand that you are working so hard, but we're saving any money because you're spending it." And it was just like I. Yeah, it's just it's just a bit like it's a smidge just you know it's a, it's a smidge <laughs> and then he showed me how much money I've actually been spending especially on food it's mm. my weakness yeah 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 oh, it's a problem it's a yeah. fucking problem <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you guys but yeah don't forget about do, yeah. do not forget about amusement it's so so important play is important and if it's not easily if it doesn't come to you easily think about what's going to make me smile a lot what's yeah. going to make me smile a lot what's going to make me laugh a lot and of course like going to like a comedy set or like a wonderful comedy show you're going to be cracking up but like what else makes you laugh what, what else you touches laugh? your yeah. soul enough if it's mm -hmm. not even like, if it doesn't have to intentionally be funny, but just something that makes you feel that amused and just exude that fucking happiness, like go and be in that space, go be around that, feed your spirit, feed your soul, yes, listen to yourself. Y'all you may not hear me snapping, but I'm snapping. I'm back here like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're already to our podcast so you you got to be smiling and kind of having a good time here but what else <laughs> yes what absolutely else? it's just it's so important it's yeah. so important I mean if you sit back and think like when is the last time I like like hardy last 
Like you got to switch it up. You got to find it. You got to do something because we can get so caught up in the, like, I have to survive. I have to pay bills. I have to do the family. I have to do the, this and that make sure you're smiling. Make sure your, your center is happy. Make sure yeah, you're aligned. Play games, man. And also to kind of tie this back to sacred sexuality, because I was just thinking about this, like you can laugh and play during sex. You know that, right? Hell yeah. Oh God. Hell yeah. You, you know, you guys know that. That's you know, like text, laughing right? and doing the things activates that grip too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Plus the> grip. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Any <laughs> diaphragm thrusts and all those things. Like, oh, do that sometimes, again. Yeah. Sometimes it's so funny. I like, I, I just, I love having sex just in general. But when sure, like, same. you do something when we do something funny or silly, like, you know, you go to take your shirt off. Oh my God, this has happened to me. So uh, Nikki can see, but you guys can't see, right? I have really, I get my hair braided pretty regularly because I don't want to do my hair. I'm lazy. I'm lazy. That's what it comes down to. But I get my hair braided. <laughs> so my hair is pretty, the braids are pretty long, right? So you, you ever try and take off your shirt and be sexy about it, but then it gets <laughs> in your hair? Yes. That shit is so funny. And like, yes, cracking up and we're like, it's fun. It, yes. The one thing I ever feel while I'm having sex is embarrassed. I never feel embarrassed when I'm having sex because Absolute. it's, I, I feel it, that. I feel that hurt. good for you. Yeah. 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 You, you have it's to fun. be, you have to, the space that you put yourself in is like a space of like openness and acceptance of yourself. And it's just beautiful. Yeah. You accept yourself. You accept the other person do everything, no matter what I accept you fully and truly. And if you yes. fell off the bed right now, I'm going to laugh, but I'm a hot back on that dick too. We just want to do it on the facts. floor now. Yeah. Right. We're just, we just moved over. We relocated. Right. We migrated. We migrated. <laughs> and I still love you. And let's get it popping. Go, <laughs> yeah. no, no Come on, let's do it. Smack the back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, oh, oh, that 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 shirt pull off wasn't super sexy. Like, okay, but this is about to be. Yeah. I got you. I got yeah. more tricks where that came from. Oh, yeah. that one wasn't sexy. How about this? <laughs> you know, I will helicopter that shirt over my head. Now what, babe? Boom. And right. <laughs> exactly. Um, so funny. Okay, so this is your sign. Talk to Nikki. Book that sacred sexuality. You can talk to me. Get that shadow work. And go have fun. Go play today. Go do something that makes your heart very, very happy. Okay? Absolutely. It will be so worth it. And it's we forget about it as adults. Let's know, stop forgetting us, about it. Who told adults that they're not allowed to play? That was like the biggest yeah. lie. Yeah. I'm, I'm a gamer. I am a gamer. There is there is a yeah. game that they that went viral on social media a couple years ago. I think it's from one of the horror movies. I don't know which one. But it's like called Hide and Go Clap. Girl, it's so fun. You So the person that's it gets blindfolded. And the person was that's blindfolded... I'm not sure. It's from a scary movie, but the person that's it gets blindfolded and whoever's playing, they have to go and hide somewhere. You don't have to be tucked away. You can just be standing somewhere. The blindfolded person's going to listen to claps and try yes. to come and find you. Yeah. That shit is on my, that's in my top three things I love to fucking do. Okay. So this is a good game. And then there's another one where, okay, so it's the same, same idea. But it's like, um, it's it's called The Quiet Place. It's based off that movie, The Quiet oh, Place. Oh, yeah. Yes. Is it with the Nerf guns? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. We, yes. Play, we play that. And that's on the same level for me as Hide and Go Clap. 
the and Nerf guns and the person's blindfolded, right? Too yeah. fun, too fun. People look at me like, you're gonna, we're gonna do what? I said, I'm getting the Nerf guns, get the blindfold, we in here. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> yeah, fuck you mean, get this Nerf gun. What? It's, it's, I literally, it engages. I literally love that shit. It's so funny. I do too. It engages so many things we don't actually normally engage. Like just yes. those senses and just different parts of ourselves where we can feel like proud of something silly or like mm -hmm. proud of like some silly accomplishment. Like, oh, I hear something over there. And, you know, I was good at like, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's, it's, it's a big up for me. It's I fun. fuck with it heavy. It's fun. I fuck I with, with it. it. Yeah. I fuck yeah. with it heavy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. to play games. I love to play games. Me too. And I'm a gamer. Uno cards? Oh, yeah. it's, gone. it's on. You forgot got some Uno yeah. cards. I'm like, oh, you ready to get that ass look? You ready to get yeah. baby? I'm, I'm I know so that's right. Ready. I'm literally the queen of like any kind of charades. I'll act oh. out anything. I'm the queen of heads up. I get it oh. all popping. I'll put money on that I shit. Love that game. Put I money on it. it. Yeah. Money on it. Let's 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 do it. Like <laughs> let's do it. Absolutely. Like, something else. Something yeah. <laughs> what do you want yeah, to do? For, for, yeah, yeah. How did you know? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank Bullshit. You. Like most basic game. Why oh I love asshole. that card game? I fucking love that game. I'd be like, because I, I laughed the entire time, so you can't tell Same. I'm lying because I've been laughing for like the last ten minutes. <laughs> exactly. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. The little oh. things that we just don't tap into because we have so much responsibility. Make fucking time. Make make. That's it right there. Big fucking time. It's worth it. You won't have a, a t-shirt. Look, another t-shirt. Yeah. Make yes. fucking time. Uh, you guys, I swear, merch store coming soon. Right? Yeah. And that works for like sacred sexuality marketing too. Make fucking time. <laughs> make fucking time. <laughs> it's we are in here. We are in here. We are riding a wavelength. Oh, that is so funny oh my god you guys let us know let us know what you think do we need a merch store do we need to do this make fucking right. time right right mm, i'm feeling it <laughs> i'm feeling it too i'm loving it oh my gosh all right you guys this has been so much fun it's been so fun i love it i love it i've been having a good time so you guys already know if you want to find us you know where to find us description links are in the description that's what i'm trying to say links are in the description you can find nikki you can find me everything is there and of course the big thing stay tuned and stay attuned <laughs>